three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. It's Hunter here, and uh, I'm here with two guests. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have Allie here. Hi. Uh, Allie, how are you, bud? Good, good. How are you? I'm really good. Captain Marvel comes out in, what, a month? Yeah, so stoked, dude. I think about it every day. Yeah, I, I hope that's good. It looks good. It's really starting to... I, I think that first started off a little slow for the marketing for me. I was kind of like, eh, okay, all right. But now I'm... That were closer. I'm like, I was okay. ready to see Chewy the Flurkin, whose name is Goose now. But yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. But he, he got his own character poster, so yeah, well, he's so. gonna be a big deal. So. Yeah, so so well deserved. But sorry, <laughs> thinking about talk, so, getting off base here. We're all uh, and Aubrey there. Hi, hi. How are, how are you, bud? I am good. It's really cold. Yeah, yeah. It's snowing here, so I had to go see Lego Movie Two, which was actually good. Thank God. Um, and stupid ass coal ass pursuit at like ten in the morning, <laughs> right when it started snowing. So I was like, today's gonna be great, I'm sure. But it is gonna be great because we're talking about a movie I actually like. We're talking about the uh, Halloween <laughs> remake that, that came out uh, last year, October last year, right? Uh, like a couple late, uh, like a couple weeks before Halloween. Uh, Oh yeah, it was our great like getting into the mood movie. So I love Halloween. I don't watch like I don't watch scary movies because that's a question we get on the channel is oh why don't you review horror and this is about as horror as I can go. Get actually Get Out because Get Out is scary to me for obvious reasons. Uh, but Are you gonna do us then? Oh 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 yeah oh absolutely <laughs> okay. oh no I'll be there opening night for us but. <laughs> But, yeah, I can't do, so me and Aubrey talk about it off mic, I can't do supernatural horror, like, with Ouija boards and possession. I I can't. I, it's I, basically what I live off of. See, I can't do it. Like, I, I see that stuff and I go, cool, I'm terrified. I still haven't seen it, because clowns look my biggest fear, and I, 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 oh my God. I can't. It is not even about, like, being terrified of clowns, it's being terrified of the fact that, like, it knows that you're terrified of clowns. So that's just what it becomes because it is something so much worse. See, yeah, he feeds off fear. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. See, so. see that's even scarier to me. I don't want a clown knowing how afraid I am yeah, of him or her. It's awful. Like that, oh, see, I haven't even seen the trailer for it. That's how afraid I am wow. of clowns. The trailer but. was pretty, pretty good too. Like pretty spooky. So I went to go see Ingrid Goes West and they showed the trailer for it and I legit... Like turn my turn my head and look at the wall. I'm like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I can actually picture you doing that in a movie. Yeah, theater. yeah. I anything scary if I have a jacket. I'm like, cool. I'm just gonna look down at this for <laughs> two, about two minutes and twenty seconds. Uh, like the trailer for Pet Cemetery played when I went to go see uh, Cold oh, Pursuit. Yeah, that looks great. I'm so stoked. For oh that. yeah. And I was, yeah. And I was just like, yep, cool. I'm like, wait, why? Why do I know this? Oh, Pet Cemetery. Yep, not watching this. <laughs> I think I saw the. I did see the original, and that scared me enough. Cause the original's good, like yeah. very scary. But they're making some interesting choices. I won't get into it because if, if I go on a Stephen King tangent, it'll never end. That's yeah. fair. But enough. I'm <laughs> on that road after it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> 
they're making a, a very interesting choice that deviates. So instead of the boy, little boy dying and becoming the demon child, they're doing the daughter instead. It's been a big thing. Because that's like a huge deviation from the book. But I think it could be better. You can't always have demon child baby boys. Sometimes you need a demon baby girl. It, and she's supposed to be like eight, so it's going to be way scarier. Because she can do way crazier things. Than oh, like, fuck yeah, they're way stronger when yeah. they're eight. Like, toddlers are not scary. No. That... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's, that's a fair point, actually. <laughs> but, so I will say, um, I remember the the original came out in, what, 79? Yeah, around 79.80. Yeah, so I remember seeing the original when I was, I want to say I was 18 when I saw it. And I lived in this really crappy part of town back in Napoleon, California. And I remember once I saw that, I went, cool, I'm not sleeping well for a while. So anytime there'd be like a, a creek or anything, I was like, ah! Oh! Like, like, like. <laughs> Like, Halloween freaked me out, so, um, still able to sleep, not great, but it really did freak me out, so, going into this, I will say I was very curious how the scares were gonna work. It's really weird that Danny McBride is a writer on this, like, Kenny, yeah. mm-hmm. Kenny Powers himself, I was like, really? Kenny? Like, well, and then the director, like, directed a bunch of episodes of Eastbound and Down, I love, I love me some Eastbound and Down. Like, I him and them. Danny McBride are really great friends, which is part of why they, like, collaborated on this. But it was interesting seeing interviews with them, they both are just such huge fans of the original, I was like, oh, alright, like, that's kind of random, but fair enough, and... I will admit I had some hesitation about this for that reason alone. I think Dan McBride's a good comedy writer, but kind of like when Jordan Peele just kind of came from nowhere with Get Out, it's like, okay, you can do comedy, but can you do horror? Because they are so different. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to kind of jump in here. I fucking adore this movie. Like, I have genuine admiration for how much I love this movie. Uh, A few complaints... Because there's some stuff I just went, I went, all right. I'm like, I'm trying to give you some rope here, movie, but you got to work with me here. But overall, I think this is just uh, delightful. Uh, Allie, yeah, talk to me. Oh, uh, I, I agree. I, I, like, really enjoyed this, especially as, like, a sequel slash reboot. Um, I was not a huge fan of the Rob Zombie ones. Um, I feel like this does a better yeah, job. that's fair. <laughs> um... There, I mean, like you, I have some complaints, but I did feel like this whole movie was like a giant homage to the entire Halloween series, which was really cool. It's very obvious that they love, they love that series, and to get uh, John Carpenter to come back is like a huge deal because he's always said he's like never coming back to Halloween. And his uh, his <laughs> and his son was a co-composer, right? Yeah, like, uh, a Cody, yeah. Cody, Co- was it? Cody, yeah, yeah. And so I will say real quick, the music on this, like, there's really not a huge score. To it, like they they interject they interject music in for certain scenes to really like make you feel the tension, which works really well. But there's not a running theme throughout the whole movie, which I really appreciated and, and had me more on pins and needles. Because no, I love it. I run yeah. a coffee shop right now, and sometimes we just play this soundtrack, which really bothers people, but we love it, and it makes <laughs> lattes really suspenseful. <laughs> But it's just so good, just like all of his other like albums and music scores. I feel like it'd be a great way to wake people up to be like, oh, like, yeah, get your shit together. You might have to run out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the the Halloween theme is one of my favorite themes ever. Like I, I think it's right there with the Jurassic Park theme for me. Um, it's so recognizable. Yeah, oh, yeah, like you hear that synthesizer, and you go, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. with you know. So uh, it, oh god, I really do love that theme and. The first time you hear the theme, Michael's back on the street, and it's actually Halloween, and kids are, uh, these 
two kids who thankfully didn't get killed bump into him and they're like, oh, sorry. And Michael just kind of doesn't move. I was like, oh, okay. You're like, move That kids. is like a godsend because he does show us that he doesn't give a shit about not killing kids. Yeah. Very early the on very the movie. first time he's ever killed a child in any of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Which I'll admit I appreciated because it made me go, oh, no one's safe. And that helped elevate the tension. And the way he kills the kid too, I mean... The kid kind of got off lucky. The kid got killed quick. Yeah. Everyone, everyone else got gruesome. yeah. Everyone else got like a, a knife in the neck or got hit with yeah. a hammer. Or like. I do think that was intentional though, because we see later on in the movie he has an opportunity to kill an infant, and it like creates this moment for everybody where we're like, "Oh my god, is he going to do it?" Like that would be absolutely insane, and I was almost. A little disappointed. <laughs> really? Wow. Which is a horrible thing to say. <laughs> no, I will say that when I was watching it last night with my boyfriend Aaron, he was like, oh my god, he killed the kid. And I was like, no, he didn't, Aaron. The baby's still in there. He's like, yeah, but he killed the mom. No one's going to go in that house for a while. The baby's going to starve. Oh my god. That's. What if they don't find her for a week? Yeah, that's what he was what saying. If she he's has like, no friends. He's like, baby is dead. Oh, he made a great point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I didn't either, and I was like, damn, that's so dark. So much darker. It is dark. That whole part is dark. That's almost worse because kids have to suffer now. Like that's. I know. Wow. He's dark. Yeah, he's dark. <laughs> Maybe this is why he doesn't normally watch horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Michael, damn, Michael Myers is a dick. <laughs> but, but, so kind of jump in the plot here. So, he's, an, uh, they say it's been what, 40 years? 40 years. Yeah, so, so it does play out in real time, which I actually appreciate. So Michael's been uh, in this, uh, surprisingly, it seems like kind of comfy saying asylum, if, if there is such a thing. <laughs> Except for the weird, like, yeah, we give them outdoor time, but they're just chained to a block. To a square. <laughs> yeah. I, Can I say really quick please. that that is my favorite scene in the entire movie, which is crazy because it's the very first Really? Scene. But the way they build tension just in those first few minutes, it is... Like, I almost felt like I was a mental patient right along with him, where I felt like I was going a little bit crazy as he showed him, or tried to show him the mask. Like, I felt like I was losing my mind, like, just waiting for this tension to break, and it never did, which is insane. And the cinematography during that scene was out of this world. Such a great throwback. Like, absolutely my favorite scene in any 2018 movie. They do some amazing quick cuts between different... uh... Uh, patients there where like mm-hmm. one is like yelling and then can I just say animals always know this dog yeah, starts barking, the dog's barking. like the dog's freaking out like let me go like there's nothing yeah. good for me here it's the, fucking intense and it's fucking amazing it's the best so it starts off with these two podcasters which which I appreciate that they, they pick podcasters yeah though. true crime podcasters very timely it's very timely <laughs> 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 you know they, they they work for Dateline, uh, so it's a it's a Dana and uh, I won't say it's Aaron. I think yeah, it's Aaron. So Dana, I thought was cool. Um, you know, fine, whatever. Aaron is a fucking douchebag. So I feel like Dana has a line that she doesn't want to cross. Like there are yes. times in the beginning scene where she's looking at the doctor, like I feel like we should stop. This seems like too much. And then like Aaron is the opposite. He's like. It's never far enough. I want him to talk to me so badly. Absolutely. He's that reporter that is in every movie that we always hate. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. No, that that that's fair. Like, and, and I and even when uh, so I mean, even the game, the movie, uh, the, uh, this doctor they meet, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Sarton. I want to say how you say it. Hopefully, Sarton. 
Sartain? Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Uh, Doctor Sartain tells him like, yeah, Sartain. Sartain. Yeah, that that sounds <laughs> that sounds more correct. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> but Doctor Sartain, thank you, Elliot. I don't he, know. He, 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 that sounds better. But he basically tells him, hey, you can go talk to Michael, but like like at a zoo, like they'll cross this line, and what? So Aaron goes literally up to the line. Technically, I think he crossed. Like I think his toe went over. So do you that, think the line counts as where the line starts or where the line ends? I think. I think it's where it starts personally. That that. What are tennis rules? I, <laughs> I, I, I have I haven't played tennis in so long. I was like, yeah, I, I yeah, I think it's where it starts though, because like his toe is like right. He's pushing it. Yeah, he's pushing as much as he can. So he's you know yelling at Michael like Michael's like say something, and they said Michael hasn't said a word in forty years, and of course he pulls out the ma- uh, the mask which. I still think that's hilarious. That's a William Shatner mask. That's still that still just trips me out. Yeah, William Shatner has never been so creepy. I well, I mean, you haven't seen him recently, then clearly. I mean, he, he does. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, he looks a little. He looks a little creepy. He's doing his best. Give the man a break. I I, I know, but he doesn't look as bad as Michael Myers. So you know, <laughs> he's just, he's just, there you go. But he shows out the mask, and Michael twitches just enough where you notice it, but not like. Mm-hmm. Insane amount. That's where Aaron. You can tell he senses it. Yeah, and you know, and, and then Aaron, of course, can't stop there. He goes, "It's a part of you, isn't it?" Answer me, my. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're gonna get killed, and he does. And honestly, when Aaron got killed, I was like, good. Totally don't feel bad for you because because when they go interview uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who I. She still looks great to me. I was like, oh, it's like good for you. Oh, like, she's always aged so gracefully, and she's always embraced her aging, which I think is really a positive thing for women. I didn't want to go down that road, but I no, love no, 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 let's go down the road. For that reason, My like, mom, she has refused any kind of work. She doesn't even dye her hair. Like, no, she's no, incredible. She just, she just looks great. My mom is, like, the first person to always talk about how she really appreciates stars that, like, can talk about their age and talk about how much aging sucks. Jamie Lee Curtis has always done that and doesn't like pretend like oh I'm still 45 I'm still gonna play someone's mom yeah. you're clearly not yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean she was on New Girl uh, she played Jess's mom and I thought she was just I was like god she's such a delight so I was really happy to see her she's great uh, to see her in this um what I really appreciate about this is that they play up Lori's PTSD because you know if someone you know tried to kill you uh no. that, that would kind of fuck you up in theory and so you'd probably become a little defensive yeah so she i mean she is like in the middle of nowhere it's basically like ron swanson's cabin basically but with more guns uh it's it's really kind of spectacular to be honest i was actually was impressed with how insane this she's got cameras all over the place uh she, you find out the amount of guns she has later on which oh my god just guns on guns on guns and so the podcasters show up and say hey we want to interview you let's, let's just talk to you but, you know they offer three grand which you know that always helps i and, do anything for three grand just mm, so everybody knows. like like <laughs> anyway i'm gonna let that one go but but it you feel so bad for Lori just during the interview because they're just like oh, okay like you know we want to study michael and she brings up the point that I was sitting there the whole time thinking, yep, where it's like, what is there to learn? And I was like, yeah, that's kind of my point. Why are you guys pushing this? So everyone who's a goon who decides to be like, oh, Michael's great. We should study him. It's like, no, nah, like, just just let this go. And so Jamie Lee Curtis really gets a show out in that scene. 
And pretty much the moment those podcasters leave, you go, oh, okay, well, they're gone. It's like there's no way they're making it, you know, an additional 15 minutes. I think they made it maybe 10, maybe, <laughs> before they get killed. Mm-hmm. So um, it really is just about Michael uh, breaking out of the prison and then going to go and uh, the, the epic showdown almost of like, it's almost as cool as a comic book, how cool the showdown is between Laurie and Michael. So I'll just say, jumping in, the violence in this movie, mwah, just the kill, the, the kills are great in this. And normally I don't go like, oh, like, like the kill's great. But the way that each kill just feels uncomfortably real, it's like, it's Talk not. about practical effects, man. Yeah. yeah. They put the, the FX guy in the credits and that's how I knew. I was like, oh, sweet, they're using all practical. <laughs> yeah. That's so much better. That, that's fair. Because, I mean, th- th- this woman gets stabbed in the neck. Uh, it, in a way where I just went, okay, shit, all right. He bashes Lee's head in with a hammer. Um, oh, hammer kills, just the sound always grosses me out. Hammer kills are fucked up. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> it's true. It's a good way to put it. I mean, I, so I will admit, like, I, I mean, I'm watching The Punisher right now, and then John Wick, uh, the John Wick movies are some of my favorite movies ever. Gore doesn't really get me. It's the way that the gore is like executed where I go like oh shit okay so this the the point where he just and they do this great paint that's just like following a shot of Michael where he goes grabs a knife this lady is like la 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 and <laughs> like completely not suspecting because why the fuck would you and Michael just walks in their house she goes to close her blinds and you see Michael and you're just like no and then just knife right through the neck and you're just like oh Dude, the best part about that is that she's on the phone with her friend who's like michael escaped and she's like oh my god really let me know if something else comes up and then she goes to like f- shut her blinds because she's worried that michael's gonna kill her and then he kills her it's yeah it's just like, like, like every single death in this movie is fucked up like there is not one that doesn't make you cringe or make you want to like pull the blankets over your eyes yeah that, that's, that, that's a good way to put it, actually. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I was going to okay. say, he has, like, it's like he had 40 years of pent-up, like, aggression towards people. Because in the original, there's a lot more of stalking. Like, he stalks Laurie throughout the whole movie, but he doesn't actually kill anybody for, like, the first hour. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, the second he's out of prison, not even, the second he's out of it, he's in the bus, he kills, like, six people. Yeah. Yeah, like it's been just like building up for so long. Yeah, because he kills people that don't even matter. Like the people in the house, <laughs> he's just like, I don't like you. It's over for you. Yeah. Ooh, warm body. I'm gonna make you a cold body. I. I <laughs> wow. That 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 would have been a great line. Damn I it. <laughs> boom. Welcome. Boom. But so I think the, so the first kill he it, I almost is the is it's a kid right? I would say the first on screen kill yes, but he pro- he overpowered the cop. That, because that, the cop tells the guy to run, and I would say that that is technically his first kill. That's fair. But the first on-screen kill is that little is the little boy. So so uh, me and Hob are actually rewatching it here uh, when uh, as I was coming in, and th- this poor kid. So they're transporting Michael and several other of the uh, patients uh, to like a more uh, a more ghetto uh, <laughs> facility, <laughs> and. And basically the bus crashes because, of course, it would. And Michael uh, kills the driver. I want to say the cop in the, He kills a cop in there, too, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and so... But he leaves his doctor alive. True, which we will get into. What? Mm-hmm. So me and Arbor are talking about this. One thing that just pisses me off about this movie is that there's this dad driving with his son in the back seat. 
And so he's driving down the road and he sees all the mental patients. He gets out of the car, which he gets I went out of the fucking car, which I went. Oh, the dad leaves his child in the car with Dude, all these mental okay. patients roaming around. It gets even worse because then the kid calls nine one one. He's like, "Okay, I'll go check." Yeah. Like a nine one one operator would ever tell a child to get out of the car. So what you're saying is, there's mental patients on the road. You should get out and see if they're okay. Yeah. That seems like a great Fuck idea, off, lady. No. Yeah, it was just one of those things. I went, no. I was like, no, kid, and. The dad should have kept driving. Like that, that was my, my first actual complaint about the movie. I was like, no, dude, just just drive ahead. Absolutely. I don't feel like any parent would just be like, hey, there's a gazillion mental patients in the road. You should wait here. Doors are unlocked. Everything's fine. I'll yeah. be back. Oh, the- you don't even show what happens to the dad. I mean, it's heavily implied he's killed by Michael, but they never show him. Like, the the kid gets out of the car and his dad's already gone. Like I feel yeah. like that's a reoccurring theme with this movie where there are just a lot of characters that we feel like we should have known what happened to them and we never do. Yes, that is yeah. some, of the, some of the stuff that kind of bothered me where I feel like they could have shown his body for two seconds or something just to give us a little bit of closure. So yeah. not like, is the dad going to show up again at some point? <laughs> no, Revenge I, for his kid. No, I think that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> A revenge movie. Lori's dead. Kid's dad murders Michael. (laughs) A revenge, a slasher film inside of a revenge movie. Mm -hmm. Boom. See that? Oh, that would have been great. Damn it, Allie, why aren't you writing? I don't know. Get your shit together. You'd be writing movies. But the kid gets back in the car after going through trying to find his dad. Gets back in the car. Michael's in the back seat and just rams the kid's head like twice into the window. And I was like, oh. But the kid shoots the doctor. He's like, don't shoot, shoots him, and then he's like, oh, shit, I shot somebody, let me run away. (laughs) Another pointless thing that happens in the movie, because the doctor doesn't die, but also, like, him being injured doesn't actually do anything for the rest of the movie. And also, he makes, he does some things with that arm later that I'm like, how are you lifting a dead weight 6'5 person into the backseat of a car with one arm? I didn't think about that. I can barely lift a 30-pound dog into the vet office, (laughs) like, most of the time. that's, That's fair. Uh, we're getting out of ourselves though. No, 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 no you're good. <laughs> yeah, we're jumping around. <laughs> yeah, that we that kind of happened on the. Uh, so, so I will say Judy Greer is uh, is uh, Lori's daughter Karen, and I love their dynamic because Karen, uh, they 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 get into it that she was not raised uh, like for, for a normal childhood. It was like more target practice instead of you know Polly Pockets or whatever. I would say not given a normal childhood is like. A huge understatement. Yeah, that that that's fair. She's basically trained to be a like a guerrilla warfare soldier. Yeah. And I feel like I see both sides of the story because like Karen has every right to resent her mom for that because yep. she's like, okay, you're crazy. But on Lori's side of things, she did have five of her friends murdered by someone who apparently can't die. Yeah. <laughs> so it wants nothing more than to murder her. Yeah. I think Karen's resentment comes more from the fact that she was taken away at 12 years old and having to live in the system, but they don't actually really get into that very much. So that is actually something I went, I would have liked a little more on that because, Mm. because... Like, what happened to you? Yeah, because they just say that Child Protective Services. I mean, I'll be honest, like, and I love Lori's character, but... Probably rightfully so. Child Protective Services is like, hey, you're kind of traumatizing your daughter. <laughs> she should probably have a normal life before high school. So, I mean, it it's interesting how they do play off both sides. How Karen is, again, rightfully so, 
very resentful towards her mom because she didn't have a normal childhood. But, you know, Lori's dealing with PTSD and... I mean, I get paranoid enough of just locking my front doors. Like, I can't even imagine being, you know, being so justified in looking over... Just looking over your shoulder every day sounds exhausting anyway. So, I can't imagine 40 years of doing that shit. So, it's like, oh, I, I get where Lori's coming from, but it's definitely... Like, they play off both sides and they don't really tell you which way it's right. Really? Like, yeah, they're they both right. a little extreme. Like, yeah. even Karen sometimes, it's like, you're being a little mean. Like, yeah, uh, Lori can have a few drinks on the day that Michael escapes from the fucking bus. Like, let the woman get a little drunk, but... Right, thank, okay, thank you. Because they, they, they were kind of harp on, her, on Lori a little bit. And I was like, oh my god, I do that every time I go to a family dinner. I, they are totally understanding. They know I, how they are. I totally get that. I mean, that's me during a wine walk, so I totally understand. <laughs> but but they, are, they really do harp on Lori a little bit too much. And not in a bad way, but it does kind of give you that slant of, okay, maybe Lori's going crazy. And honestly, if you're Karen or her daughter Allison, she was the one I was the most worried about. I was worried Allison's going to bother me. Because sometimes teenage, teenage characters sometimes are just written so shitty and they're annoying. I just go, God, and we'll get to the guys in just a second. <laughs> speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking of shitty teenage characters, but uh, Allison... I really liked her in this. I went, okay. Like, I like the little parallel of Lori being traumatized and, hey, you're just going to be just like your grandma. You're going to be traumatized too because yeah. you lost some of your friends. I mean, that's a really interesting way place to take the sequel, which they're working on. Yay. Um, but uh, I'm going to butcher this girl's name. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Andy, I'm going to say Matichek? It's Andy know. M. Yeah. It looks like Matichek. Okay, sure. I'm going to roll with that. Um, Sounds good. Her chemistry with Lori and with Karen works really well. Her dad, I'm sorry, I thought her dad was so dumb. I was so no, he's uh, the best. I, guy. I, I was so happy. I when love him. He's like the only. I, I I couldn't stand. <laughs> Wait, what was the one again? I hey, have peanut butter on my penis. That's right. Yeah, he does say that, and they yeah. don't even have a dog. No. Yeah, which really like, <laughs> like when they said I went. Oh God, that's really weird. And then my brain went, "Wait, did Judy Greer have peanut butter like the night?" But oh, that's weird. And then I just didn't like where my brain. He's went, just so. a funny, like awkward dad who thinks he's cool and silly, and he kind of is, and I love he, him. He's so uncomfortable. Like I, I feel like it was kind of it was kind of nice though, because like this movie does have like the where I feel like it's obvious that Danny McBride wrote it is that there are some really good like comic relief in there mm-hmm. and a lot of it comes from the dad and a lot of it comes from the kids yes the kids are great the two and the kids t- in the movie and the two cups that are in the car talking about yes. mommies yeah <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches uh, and I so I feel like the dad's great I do think it's really funny that that actor is on King of the Hill and does the voice of Khan which is oh that's right weird yeah. but oh my god <laughs> so King of the Hill is hilarious once you've gone to Texas I never got it before and after I went lived in Texas for a while I went oh, oh my god, god. King of, I'm a King of the Hill is the funniest fucking thing <laughs> Te- people in Texas love propane like it's like their favorite thing it's, it's like, like a real thing yeah no, I it, remember when um, Hurricane Harvey happened and we were having meetings with some of the team members from Texas and they were like oh yeah I was late for work because like I had to stop at this guy's house and get some bootleg gas that he had in the back of his truck 
Because the gas station line is way too long. And I was just like, God, that's so Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 no, they, they love propane in church out in Texas. So, like, so, so, that, okay, I did not know that. That's Chris Pan about King yeah, of the Hill. he looked too familiar, so I had to look it up. IMDb, like, whenever I watch movies, I'm like, who's this person? What did he do? But I know that they did, I liked the parallel of hiring an unknown to be Allison instead of, since they hired an unknown to be Lori back that's in the fair. original. I also think it worked because, like, if they had an actress that you knew well, it, I don't think her character would have been as strong. Like, you, mm-hmm. like, if it was somebody that you knew. Like, they were looking at Emma Roberts for a while, and I don't feel like that would have been as, would have worked as well. No, and, and, and I agree. And I actually want to see what, what she ends up doing moving forward because of this movie, which I think is a testament to her, to her performance. Um, I'm just going to say, as the only dude on this review, there is one... There is one guy I liked in here besides uh, uh, Will Patton, who plays uh, Oscar Hawkins, and I cannot find his name anywhere on IMDb, but there is this little black kid in the movie who's... Oh, Julian. His name is Ju- Julian. Julian. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Julian's the real MVP of this movie, if that it's not Lord. fucking kid. So no. funny. Because I'm not going to lie, I watched that kid and I went... Oh, I was seven. And I had a crush on my babysitter. I'm like, oh, like, like, it, it took it took me back to like '95. But this kid, he sees Michael, immediately goes downstairs, doesn't do the whole like, oh, I'm gonna stay here. He goes like, there's someone in my closet. You need listen to listen lo-. to me right now. And there's a man outside of my door. Yeah, and um, and, there, and her his her baby uh, his babysitter, pardon me, is on the couch making out for. With her, I was gonna say douchey boyfriend, but that's not fair. I thought he was just, looking. No, he's not yeah. douchey. Yeah, I was I don't telling think... you, he's a baby black, uh, Jack Black, or Jack Black. Jesus Christ, uh, Jack White. Uh, Jack White. <laughs> the other color. <laughs> I will say though that the most awkward line in this whole movie is when he shows her the tattoo and she's like, "You're so getting dry fucked tonight." Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, I got this tattoo because I knew I was going to get dry fucked tonight. <laughs> hey, you know what? Good for him. Game recognized game. Right? <laughs> hey, if that's what works, good for him. I mean, granted, he didn't really get a chance to finish that poor bastard. But you say, you say it, uh, he looked like Jack Black. I know that was a mistake. But there's a kid here who kind of looks like a young Jack Black, and it kind of tripped me out. And he's the douchiest douche probably in the whole movie, and that made me really sad. Uh, this kid... Uh, God, why does everyone have such a hard name? <laughs> Drew, Drew. What is that? I'm gonna say Drew Sh- Shide. I'm gonna say Drew Shide. Okay, she- Drew Sheed. Sheed, sure. Drew Sheed. He. Yeah, we hate that kid. We talked uh, about it. We all hate him. Yeah. So Allison breaks up with her boyfriend um, because her boyfriend did something really kind. He's gaslighting her, and he ruins her very expensive telephone. Yeah. He. Uh, they're at this un realistic Halloween dance. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It's, it's literally like a rave, which, let me tell you, my high school dances were never that cool. <laughs> my, ne- my neither. <laughs> she goes to uh, talk to her friend on the phone, and when she comes back, her uh, boyfriend is kissing another girl, and then when she gets upset, he tells her, she was literally just talking to me, you don't need to cry about it. Yeah. Which is so fucking rude. <laughs> if don't you don't need to cry. <laughs> okay, so that's when just, I, I was sitting there. I'm like, dude, just admit, just admit, man. Like, don't question her intelligence. Like, she's she like, literally saw you. Yeah, because she's like, you know, the only thing that would top if he said, like, can I think for a second? Can I think? That's like the one thing that was missing from his whole speech. And, it, and then classic deflection. You are doing something wrong because your phone is ringing. I'm gonna throw it in this disgusting goo. 
that nobody's eating or drinking. I don't know no. if you're supposed to eat it or drink it. It's gross. It, yeah. it looks gross. Well, I mean, you, hey, you know rice, right? That's what you do? Put your phone in rice? Yes, that shit looks like you just wipe it off. Yeah, I mean... It's, like, solid. It's weird. (laughs) I will say, like, I know that was their excuse to get rid of her, like, not having her phone because Lori's trying to call her, but, I mean, you could just wiped it off and taken it and... Yeah, Ali made a great point about that. Yeah, you really really did, because... Yeah, it wasn't like it was, you know, punched that was gonna like gonna get in or anything. It just kinda seemed like like almost like a like gack almost. No, like, like Ali, you had talked about how like um he knows that her grandma is oh, freaking yeah. out. Uh her he went to dinner with her family earlier, so he knows that's right. that her grandma is super paranoid. He knows who her grandma is. He watched her have a freak out because Michael escaped. And then her parents are already super, or fairly overprotective, and he still throws her phone like that's not going to make things so much worse. I mean, I guess their excuse is that he's drunk, but... Yeah, but he's like 16, 17, and he's only had like half of a flask, and I think we can all speak to the fact that you're not throw phone drunk through a half of a flask. That is, that is, I'm just saying. That is true. Especially since she says later on in the movie that he gets drunk all the time. Like he'd have a high top. He'd, he'd have a high top. I'm not sold on him being drunk enough to not recognize. Like that whole scene is just really, uh, just not necessary. It's not, and he's such a douche that I was so <laughs> looking forward to him getting a little, bit, like, you know, getting a little revenge. Because I was like, oh, he's the boyfriend of the shitty boyfriend. He's gonna die, but we never see him again. So. Yeah, which is so off base for like a classic slasher film, which is very strange. Because going back to what you said, like this movie does a great job of like the homage kind of yeah. deal and like that would have been fucking perfect we all wanted to see Cameron die I I, I, I did I did I I'll be <laughs> like that was the one death I thought I was guaranteed and then I was like oh well now I'm disappointed but we thought, did get our justice with Oscar so fucking Oscar yeah Oscar is it so you know Oscar okay so let's talk about Oscar yeah so so <laughs> as a dude when we just say if a girl just breaks up with her boyfriend who cheated on her don't make a fucking move on her! Like, for the love of God! I'm like, dude! Don't make and, a move on her and then uh, say, I thought that you wanted me to be your guy. Yeah, I was like... I thought you were sending me signals. I like walking down the street with me. So, I... So, I'm not gonna... I was like, oh... F-, I actually said, oh, fuck off in the theater. Because it, <laughs> it bugged me so bad. And, like, dude, offer to take her out... Dude, take her to coffee and see what happens. Yeah, just like, leave the, her alone. Like, Don't take her like, anywhere. Like the fact that the fact that he a made the move and b really didn't apologize. It was more like he was backpedaling than apologizing. I was just like, no, man, this is not, this is not working. However, it does lead to my favorite kill in the whole movie because it it there's this whole he's out in um. He, he's in someone's backyard and they have the, the, the motion lights. So the lights go off. Lights tense. come on. Such a fucking and, good scene. <laughs> yes. And so I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting there and went, you know what, dude? I was kind of pulling for you, but now nah, you need to go. And so the lights go off and he sees Michael and he's like, hey, man, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I, why he's not running at this point, I'll never fucking know. Because <laughs> I was like. Halloween or not, that is a really creepy mask. I would be like. Hey, peace out. Bye. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even say anything. I would just start backing up like, all right, nice and slow. Like, you stay there and I'm going to fucking run. But he keeps talking to him. I'm like, fucking run. And so the lights go off and Michael's right there and just, and 
He gets a pill on the fence, right? So he gets stabbed, and then what's even better is it's like he, Michael was channeling all of the women anger, and he just picks up the guy and, like, shoves him on the fence after he's already dead. He kebabs yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when the lights do come on and Allison sees him, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that really sucks. So she starts crying, as anyone would. I, I honestly would have cried louder. Uh, <laughs> I would have gotten killed. But so she sees him. And then she gets captured by the doctor and Michael, which I will say it leads to the death that hurt me the most, probably, because Officer Hawkins gets killed by the doctor. And I was like, oh, that's sad. I didn't didn't like that. It was a good turn for the movie, though, because it was a a moment where we thought, like, okay, we got it. This is going to wrap up. It's safe. He's getting run over. And I totally felt like... Officer Hawkins did what we all would do if we saw Michael down the street, and that's fucking floor it. Yep. Try and run him over. Try to murder him with his gun a hundred times over. And I appreciate that that about... So, I I will say, and and we're going to do just some complaints here, but uh, the doctor, the moment they introduced him, I went, okay, this is Harley Quinn Joker shit. Like, he is so infatuated with Michael that... He's gonna he's gonna end up hurting someone. So when it happened, there were a couple people behind me like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm not surprised." I mean, I wasn't either. I, you were I, right there. Yeah, okay. I feel like they they wrote his character to kind of be like the anti Sam Loomis from the original. Fair. Because Sam Loomis is was from day one. Michael is evil. He needs to be exterminated. He needs to die. And <laughs> in the original Halloween, he's gonna shoot him. And then actually, Officer Hawkins, who's it's not the same actor, but his character is from the original, said made him stop. So, in this one, it's the opposite. Like, he's, he's going like to kill him. He's like, I'm going to do it this time. And then the doctor turns on him. I did think it was a little weird he put on the mask. Because I was like, oh, no. Is this going to turn into the doctor is now that's Michael? Because that's, that's what I was thinking. I was really concerned about that, honestly. I think the movie would not have been good if, if, if the doctor had just kept being killing people from then on out. No, no, no. It would have been terrible. But... I was truly surprised. Like, I knew the doctor was a little bit crazy, but he showed just how crazy he was in that moment. And I fucking hated it because I don't really think that doctor was fit enough to actually murder anybody. It made me very upset. <laughs> or lift Michael's dead weight yes. body so with I, a broken fucking shot arm. So I think killing someone, considering he's been studying Michael for so long and presumably probably studying other serial killers, that didn't surprise me. I completely 100% agree with the fact that he drags Michael, who Allie pointed out is probably like 6'5". Like. He's a freaking huge dude, and obviously he's a hulking person, so he weighs probably 300 pounds. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be enormous. Yeah. It, I mean, so he's doing this with one arm, and it's like, it's fine. I was just like, alright. I was like, that, that was like, alright movie, like this isn't, you know, you gotta give me something here. Make, have him get a crane or something, but... But I was worried about him putting on the mask. I was like, don't do that. I was like, no, 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 no. This is working well. Um, it leads it to a... spooky, though. True. When he, when he got up with the mask on, I was like, ooh, that is some really fucked up shit. Like, he, he is too obsessed with his patient. Yeah, that's nasty. So the doctor gets curb stomped to death. Like, he, Michael just puts his foot, like, through his, through his head. So I will say... It takes a lot to make me cringe. That made me cringe. I was like in my chair. I was like, oh, okay, damn. Like, it's the yuckiest part of the movie, in my opinion. But I was even saying earlier that, like, you know, um, uh, the doctor was kept alive in yep. that 
bus for a reason, and Michael used him until he didn't need him anymore. And when he kills him, he kills him in the most fucked up way. I love how the doctor says, like, say something, Michael. Michael couldn't even give him that. He's like, Michael's nope. like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, not, not only am I not going to say something, I'm going to kill you more viciously than anyone else. Well, and I think that almost proves the point that he was using the doctor, because he's just like, I don't need like, you. I have, yeah, I have absolutely no emotional attachment to you, because I have no emotional attachment to anybody. Yeah. No, and I think that, like, I got to give Allison some props in that scene because she was manipulating him so she could get out of the yes, car. Yes, she was. That was some smart horror movie shit. She wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. And the second that he got out of the car, she ran. And, like, I thought that was smart because I wouldn't wait to see what was going to happen. I'd be like, bye. I fucking love Allison as a character because she is... Uh, obviously a young person she's in high school and i think that it's so easy for people to make fun of high school kids and talk about how stupid the earlier generation is and blah 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 but like these kids are fucking smart and allison is an honor student and allison is intelligent and she hasn't like karen's been basically like shielding her from Lori's craziness her whole life but like she still <laughs> fucking gets it like it's in her blood and i yeah. love that about her i like the way you put that because it's true i mean god i'm just wa- watch mm. watch the news um i won't name a new channel fox news um that talks about <laughs> that talks about you know the younger generation millennials and like oh they're lazy and all uh, apparently allison's working her ass off yeah you point out she's part of like the national honor society yeah, yeah she's the honor society and like that's just the thing like a lot of kids nowadays are super fucking smart and creative and brilliant and like it's so easy to write a dumb kid into a movie yes but, it like, is i fucking give this movie props for making allison a smart intelligent like promising young person and i love that because that's what i actually do see in the world it would have been very easy to go ahead and make her like like dumb and then make this experience be like the thing that turns her but the fact that she was already smart and continues to be smart through this whole situation i went okay movie exactly i think it was a smarter move on their end Mm because you rooted for her the whole time and it wasn't like man this girl is so dumb how is she living through all of this I thought that about a lot of characters, but I never thought about that. Yeah, still, fuck you, Cameron! Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's fair. I I will say, and I, I, I am so sad I cannot find that black kid. That black oh, kid I is... saw him for a second, and now I like can't see him. Um, oh, he's he was right above Oscar's thing. Um, so... Of course he was. He's much better than Oscar. Oh, there he is. is wait, he... wait, wait, wait. He's at the very top of the list right now. Julian. Oh, oh, Julian. Oh, yeah, yeah, Julian. Okay, so I'm going to try to say this kid's name because I just want... Uh, uh, Jibrali... Oh, my God. Okay. Jibrail? Jibrail? Sure. Let's go with Jibrail. Uh, Nantambu. Yeah, we're going to go with that. <laughs> this kid... I want to see what he does next. He's one of my favorite actors He's right so now. He's so fucking cool. Because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, he, he sees Michael in his closet, goes, Oh, my God. Please, no. Goes... Uh, ask the dude, uh, ask, um, uh, is Dave? It, uh, uh, Tiny Jack White. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I only Dave. remember because at one Dave. point he's like, shut up, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Dave, yeah. So funny. No, send Dave. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm going to go upstairs, and he's like, no, 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 not you, send Dave. Yeah, yeah. Miles, Miles Robbins, he tells... He doesn't tell the pretty girl to go up there. He goes, Dave, go up there. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yep, yeah. I'm like, like, like smart, smart, smart little brother. I'm proud of you. Give a shit about Dave. Yeah, exactly. And I, can't, I can't blame him. I would have done the exact same thing. So good, good on him. But 
Um, it her death though. I I I was sad. I was sad about that because she gets stabbed like in the back, which I mean. Yeah, that just she makes almost me... gets away, and she's wearing socks, and she slips on hardwood floor. You know yeah. when you're wearing socks that you have to tread differently, even when you're running from danger. So that's <laughs> well, that for... is where I am. Because sometimes I'm running to the microwave to get my food, and I know that I gotta fucking like brace the outside of my feet to make sure I don't slip. So that's where that's what I don't find believable. She knows she's wearing socks. Girl yeah. knows. I mean, Aaron said last night that he felt like it was unbelievable that she didn't try and get back up after she fell. She fell. Oh, and she then, reached for that. And she tried and reached instead yes. of trying to that's pull her, her legs up. You're right. Closer, which would have been smarter. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that, that's a fair point. Um, yeah, her death though. I was like, I was like, oh, that 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 sucks. Because I, I, <laughs> I liked her. She that was fun. Sucks. She was so cool. Because you know she's talking to. She is not a fucking like sixteen year old girl. No, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, the thank, thankfully because we were talking. We all were talking about that. Oh, she was like, she how was like, cute I thought Dave was. Yeah, you thought he was really cute. But he's got to be over eighteen. Yeah, I, I, I they I, never actually hire teenagers. Yeah. So that that that's true. He's like, so cute in his stupid stupid overalls, and he comes up and he's like, "I brought a pumpkin. It's got heart for hearts for eyes," and I'm like. I only want pumpkins with hearts for eyes now. Oh, so cute. Super I feel cute. bad. And, you know, they don't really, like, show... I mean, they do show his body, but they don't show how he gets impaled to a wall. Yeah, which... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm grateful. Yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> brutal. Yeah, I, I don't think I could deal with it. But they do never show what happens to that kid. And I feel like he lived, because they didn't show his body. I agree. They did uh, show his body. Oh, the kid kid. The little the kid. kid. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah, they no we were talking about that earlier, actually. So, like, it's such a missed opportunity that they didn't sh- ever show him again. Julian is the third smartest person in this movie, besides Lori and Allison. Because that kid, seriously, he... The moment Michael starts attacking the girl, he's like, I'm out. And he just peace like, out. Yeah. And he calls the cops. And that is so smart. And all they needed to do was, like, during the scene where the cops are there, just paying over to show that he's okay. They didn't, like, anything to give us a little bit of what happened to Julian. Because the whole movie, I was like, did he die or not? Like, Yeah. Julian's the best. And that's another character that it's just, like... What happened to you? Uh, you probably would have been really fun to see at the end. Maybe even like just a flash sequence after or during the credits. Yeah. Like, what's Julian up to? How's Julian talking about this? That would have been a great mid credit. That would have been a great mid credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll put him in the sequel. I more hope they Julian. do. <laughs> yeah. Halloween two more Julian. I've been totally. Julian's revenge. <laughs> oh, yes. see, you're, oh, yes. You're, you're selling me here, but. <laughs> So I will say the third act, which is made up um, really of Michael uh, finally arriving at Lori's uh, Lori's place and Karen and Allison being there, uh, and the and the husband who ends up getting killed really really brutally. Well, and Allison isn't there yet. Well, she shows. Allison up. arrives later. Yeah, she arrives She's later. She's lost in the woods after she runs yes. away. Yeah, which, which good on her for just running. Yeah, like, she like, fucking booked it. Like she didn't like look like okay, I'm on road or no. She just runs. I'm like good, just, just get the fuck out of there. So kudos to her on that. Um, what did make me sad though? I, I, as much shoes I'm talking about uh, the dad, uh, uh, Ray. I want to say I love him. So, but he did make a really dumb choice, like. Cop car pulls up and he's like, hey guys, I'm going to walk out there. And then the cops don't say anything. And I'm still going to approach the car. I'm like, no, dude, 
They don't say anything to you. You go back in the house and you lock that door. Thank you. He's a dum-dum with good intentions. It's true. Yeah. He was right about his daughter. I get that. They should have known that they had a dum-dum in the midst. They should have planned better for having a (laughs) dum-dum. Like, it, like you're right though. He's good intention, but you're right. The moment he goes on the porch and goes, Help, like, "Hey, officer," and doesn't hear anything, I'm like, "Go back." Or inside. you should have like a locking mechanism that happens, like when you leave, and you always have a key on your. Like, if she were that prepared, she would know that like nobody can leave this house without the door locking behind them, <laughs> and them being able to get back in somehow. So we're not giving her credit for the giant like piece of the floor that folds out until. Like, <laughs> Are you giving her the credit? We'll get to that. Okay, so so after Ray gets just gets offed, um, Allison does show up uh, a little later, and it is Michael just getting in the house. And I will say that when Lori sends Karen uh, Karen down and um, Allison eventually, um, you're just waiting for Michael to just try to get in, and he breaks through the door, tries to break through the door, and starts choking Lori, and I. So obviously you know Laura's not gonna die right there because it'd be way too early in the movie. But but she ends up shooting his part of it, uh, his uh, middle finger and his. Uh, yeah, he shoots off two like half of his hand. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. yeah. she shoots part a couple of his fingers off. And I was like, holy shit! Okay. Beautiful. Oh no, it's um the the violence in that scene is is I did it earlier. Mwah! It, it it's beautiful. It oh. just. I even stubbed my finger and I heard it. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, that, that, oh, that. Ooh, and that. it's a testament to Michael's like his like need to kill her that he seems unfazed Absolutely. by the yeah. fact that he lost three fingers. He's still going, like, uh, not hurting him at all. Yeah. Oh, that just, oh, just hurts my hand thinking about it. I but, will say, there's one continuity error in this scene that bothered me to no end. Which was? And it's the fact that they pan out and show the dad's dead body on the lawn. And then somehow it ends up in that cabinet when uh, Allison is going through. And I'm like, so you're telling me that Michael uh, attacked Lori. She went down. He broke the glass, removed the bar, opened the door, went back, grabbed the body, shoved the body in the cabinet, and then started walking around. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it sounds unrealistic when you describe it like that. (laughs) Yes. It does. At the time, I was just like, ooh, he's fucked up. Yeah. He's rude as hell. I'll be honest, I didn't even question it to this point. But it was only because they panned out. Like, I would have thought nothing of it if they, like, didn't pan out to really show that the body was laying on the lawn. If they hadn't done that, I would have been like, sure, he brought the body in and shoved it in a cabinet at some point. See, they did and I was telling you guys this earlier, how every time I watched this movie, and I watched it a lot of times, and that's why I have really bad anxiety right now, but, like, every time I watched the movie, I kept noticing more and more, like, little things in the background that, like, surprised me. Like, little times I would see Michael that I hadn't seen him before, and, like, that would have been a good opportunity to, like, just show a little tiny hint of, like... The dad disappearing, or the dad not being there, or Michael doing something fucked up to the dad's body. Yeah, and and there is the the the, there is like a chance that he really did do that because I think they pan away from him at one point. So maybe he did. It just seems unlikely. Yeah, get your shit together, Michael. No, that's that that's fair. I what I'll say though, like so. The fact that she has basically like a mini bomb shelter or a Michael shelter, I guess in this case. Doomsday prepper. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's some Sarah Connor shit. She I left some like, pickles down there for him. Yeah, which yeah. I I'm not a pickles guy. I oh, can't because really? it's not a really. Thing. It's a oh, I yes. can't I I can't do pickles. Like if I get a pickle on my burger, it upsets Oof. me. You're I, I, a bad person. <laughs> 
because pickles are everything. <gasps> That's so good. I oh god, I'm 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 uh, guess I'm in the minority. Ooh, I bet you um, like olives. I you know I do like olives. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, wow. On pizza, on pizza, That's I do like your. I don't, let's just talk about movies. Right <laughs> now. Yeah, like we can't get into this. Uh, fair, fair yeah. enough. That when Michael gets in, so I love the fact that he just is basically this just this force of nature. Where I mean, he'd be what 60, 65 sixty five at this point. We talked about that. It's insane. Like, like, yep. And the fact that he's like shot in the shoulder, because uh, the uh, the police uh, the police officer officer uh, Hawkins stings him at a point. And well, Sir Hawkins does, but Karen does as well in the other shoulder at one point. Yeah. And I thought she hit him in the face. Uh, yeah, that's right. The side of the But face. still, oh, he right. also got yeah. run over by a car, and he's sti- and lost half of his hand, and he's just like, Ugh. doesn't matter. And I think that's why they, they call him the shape in all the credits. And I yes, because, we were talking yeah, about Yeah, he's too. supposed to be like so unhuman like that they're like, we can't call him a name. We can't, we can't even call him Michael. We can't call him Michael. He's just the shape, and that totally works. I yes. love I, I love the fact that he, again, he's just this force. He's this personification of evil that they keep talking about at the beginning of the movie. I I, I love it so much because, honestly, it makes him, like you said, it makes him seem less human. And it's more of an idea of evil as far as putting it, instead of putting it to a person. So when he's just getting up from getting shot in the shoulder and getting shot in the face and all this, I go, you know what? Okay, sometimes not... Over explaining everything just works better. I it think does, it, and yeah. I I feel like you know with the doctor thinking that he totally understood who Michael was. And he's like they need to meet and they need to have their confrontation. That much is true, but I don't think he truly understands who, who Michael is or anything about what drives him, and that's why he got killed in the end. Is because yeah, like so one thing I will say, it's a cool moment when Lori basically apologizes to Karen, tells her like, "Look, I'm sorry for how I raised you, but." I can protect you. you know, I think that's I'm pretty close to the line. I want to say, and I, I that line went okay. This is this is cool, and you see Karen, all that training that Lori had instilled in her. You know, you see that uh, manifest itself. You know, she goes and grabs a gun and doesn't even think her initials carved in it. Yep, she's ready. And I thought that was great. And I loved her fake out where she was like, I can't do it. And like Aaron, when we were watching it last night, was he's like, are you fucking kidding me? She's not even going to try and shoot him. And I was like, I'm just going to wait for him to appear. I'm not going to say anything to you. Because it's so great when she fakes him out. And then she's like, fuck yeah, I got you, bitch. Oh, fucking best. So it, it, good. It just shoots him. And, and so they've already announced a sequel to this, which I'm stoked on. So they trap Michael in this, um, in this basically panic room. Yes, that, it's not a cage; it's a trap. Yeah, it was I great. Love that line. You learn the whole time. This whole fucking thing was created. This whole house was created not to protect Lori, but to murder Michael. In yeah, it fucking Ooh. blew my mind. Before we get best. to that, though, one Wait. of my favorite things that they did in this is there is a lot in this whole movie, a lot of Lori doing parallels of what Michael did to her in the first movie. Yes! Like, seeing her, yes. uh, like, Allison's in school, and she looks out, and Lori's waiting for her across yeah. the street, just like Michael was. Yes! But my favorite part 
is when he and they get into this huge fight. She tries to shoot him after she searched the whole house for him. Yes. He finally appears. They have like a battle. He gets the better of her and he throws her off the balcony. He looks away and when he looks back, she's, she's gone. gone. And I was like, fuck yeah. Just Everybody like, in the theater is like, oh no. So good. <laughs> so during that fight, she bites where she shot his fingers off. And I actually, I was like, oh, like I was like, oh you are ever in a struggle with like a bad person and you have injured them always bite that injury like they'll either kill you faster because they're upset or it'll like debilitate them and, and well and the, like when he has her like choking her he's much stronger than her but she grabs his ears yeah yes. and then he drops her and i was like That's your yeah really painful she obviously took lots of fighting classes it, it, some fucking claws like this and stick them in your fucking uh, anyway yeah. it, no and, 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 and then he puts his thumb in her eyes. I hate that. I was like, I, I, was like that. I was like, oh. As a woman, the first thing I ever learned from a paramedic was put your fingernails in people's eyes when they're attacking you or stick them in their throat because throat skin's very sensitive. Oh, God. Ow. Anyway, she does that and I'm like so into it because I'm like, Lori fucking knows. Yeah, she definitely took some self-defense classes. She really yeah. knows how to fight. Because even when she attacks him with the knife, she gets, she's like, she's not just randomly wielding it. She is going for some, like, good moves. Yeah. She, she knew what she was doing. And I, oh, God, just think about someone I biting. I love Lori. She's fantastic. Yeah. She is a fucking badass in this. And she's using her signs to her advantage because she knows she can't overpower him mm-hmm. strength-wise because that dude is, uh, you know, a monster. But. Yeah. So, the, the interesting thing, you never see Michael's body because, of course, you don't. Um, which... I don't know how the fuck he would... I'll admit, I don't know how he would survive that. Like, it it seems pretty, like, uh, but... Yeah, they're gonna, they'll probably explain it since they are doing the sequel, but I think that the part of the reason they did the ending the way they did, um, which they trap him in the basement cage thing, and then they light the entire house on fire. He's, he has no way to escape. He's supposed to burn to death. Yeah. Um, but I think they also did it like that so that if they didn't get green-lighted for a sequel, then they could be like, well, he burned to death in the house. It's over. But it's very unsatisfying because we don't actually get to see his fucking bones. No. And yeah. then when they pan through the house, when it's on fire, he's not in the room anymore. Exactly. Nope. And you're like, okay, how did he get out? Did he <sighs> get out? It's so... It almost makes it a paranormal movie because he's so inhuman sometimes. Yeah, it's, he probably just Hulk smashed through a wall, but... Yeah, you know, I was, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, yeah. as strong as he is, like... Yeah. So, I mean, get, get, kind of wrapping up here, getting the final thoughts. Um, I was so genuinely impressed with how well um, the score worked in this. How everyone everyone had a job to do in this movie and everyone took this seriously. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis shows why she is just such a... Fucking badass! Just I, I can't wait to see the sequel for this. Um, uh, Allison, uh, Andy, she did a great job. Judy Greer did a great job. Uh, honestly, everyone I really liked this. I want to know what happens with uh, with Julian. I really that's my. Comfort. We need more Julian. <laughs> yeah, more Julian. Yeah, that, if there's one complaint, I could have used more Julian. But yeah. I mean, my my problems aside, I thought this was just absolutely delightful. Um, I I bought this Wednesday just so I could uh, to review this all because I need to own this movie anyway and just rewatch it I went God I really do love this um it won't make my top ten of last year it's just gonna miss it but yeah this still uh, this still a solid A for me I mean even my complaints I just 
I genuinely admire this movie. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. A, a for me. Uh, Allie, your final thoughts? And uh, my thoughts, I thought I got so stoked during the ending when it was just, like, three badass women fucking taking down Michael. This movie was very positive for women, which I thought was great. It was super, like, we're gonna have strong women taking down a giant monster. Uh, it was great. I thought I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a great you know, representation of, like, the slasher genre, and it was a really fun homage to the original. I will, I own it as well, uh, and I, it's gonna become, like, a regular rotation for me. It's, it's real fun. I like it. Nice. So, like, A, B... Oh, sorry! I'm gonna grade it! Uh, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do A-, I'm a little picky. Uh, no, there, there's some, there's some continuity stuff that bothers me, but genuinely, I still think it's, it's a all-around great horror film. Fair enough. Aubrey, what you got? Um, I also give it an A minus. Okay. I, uh, I super love horror films, and I will watch every horror film that comes out. I'm really into like the paranormal stuff that you really hate. Yeah, I, I do hate it. Irk me because really the gore freaks me the fuck out. Interesting. And Halloween being one of the goriest films, like yeah, it, it irked me, but I loved it i was so okay. obsessed with it it was so good it was such a great like fucking throwback like ali was saying everything was just perfect for me and there were just like a few things that we talked about that sure. were a little off but you know horror movies are off and i think people tend to be hypercritical of horror films um and in this case like if, even if you are hypercritical there's nothing to be that worried about and uh, for 2018, there were two films that I really loved, and Hereditary was the other oh, one. God, I love Hereditary. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Such a good movie. <laughs> so, so I haven't seen. So, you know, I will give you guys a couple minutes here. I haven't seen Hereditary, so because again, I just oh, I, 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 I can't. Allie just do a Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Allie, go ahead. What did you think about it? About oh, Hereditary. Oh, Hereditary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it's a slow burn, but it is so mm-hmm. worth it. Like every inch of that movie makes you crawl. It is so intense, and I love witches, and I love everything about it. And it was so fun. And Tony Collette was a freaking gem. Oh my movie. god, she's incredible. She's fucking just like Judy Greer in this movie was pretty good. No, she's way better, but. Yeah. Um, anyway, 2018 was a great year for horror films between Halloween and Hereditary, and, um, if we ever get a chance to talk about Hereditary, I would love it, but talking about Halloween, like, A-minus, solid, I fucking loved it, like, John Carpenter, I would marry him in a heartbeat. Um, He's made some, I love, like, all of his films, even the ones that you're like, no, this isn't that great, still great, still great. Like, what would you say is one of his films that isn't that great? Uh, Christine. Um, and I'm a huge Stephen King nerd. Okay. okay. Um, I have Christine tattooed on me, but that movie is not good. It is not faithful to the book. <laughs> but it is so fun to watch because you're like, you get to watch people die really slowly from a car. It's really kind of like cheesy and fun. But Fair so enough. probably his weakest. But one of her stronger ones, you, they live. I do. I, yes. I, I do enjoy they live. Yes. I do enjoy yes. they live. That's that's fair. So. As we wrap up here, I will say we have us coming out in about six weeks. I am personally beyond excited for us. It looks Be- so intense. It looks really, really cool, and it looks like just a brand new like take on horror. Yeah. Lupita Nyong'o, she's just so I 
Black Panther aside, because I love Black Panther, uh, she was so great. We know. I, I, <laughs> but can we? But can we talk about my uh, my black boyfriend Winston? Oh, Winston Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. I love Winston yeah. Duke. <laughs> Winston Duke is wonderful, and I, I again, um, the female, you know, she's won an Academy Award, so you would leave her. Winston Duke is a badass, though. So I'm. The, the fact I mean, they're married, like, that's a great world to live in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that is the world we live in. Can yeah. you believe it? So I will say I'll be there opening night watching that. Um, I think Get Out is one of the best horror films in the last oh, 20 years. Fantastic. Um, so good. I love that film very much. If you have not listened to the review of that, you should. It's basically me 20 minutes talking about how it's the best thing ever and how <laughs> there's nothing. I, I, I fucking love that movie so much. And it's why it's coming back. And that's one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking about? Because uh, I know you're not a huge horror, but yeah. the uh, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. <gasps> okay, oh so God, so I'm wait. I'm ready for that. Like, yes. like okay. so so I remember like so uh, the, the Super Bowl whatever Tom Brady you're the worst. Um, so watching the, watching the Super Bowl though, I went okay scary stories. I'm okay. I'm there for that. And then, like, I thought the feet cut out. I was like, I paid the bill. Why is the cable? And then, and then I saw Jordan Peele. I was like, Twanzum, yes, okay. There's some, there's some good stuff. I got to say, though, like, there is one particular story from Scary Stories Tell in the Dark that the drawing bothered me, and I had nightmares forever, and it's one of the ones I did a Which preview one? for, The Pale Lady. Oh, the fucking Rem- Pale Lady. So, Rem- remind me. So it's the one that they just show the guy walking down the red hall, and he's just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, oh and I was like, they're doing The Pale Lady, I can't watch it, but I'm gonna watch it. It's so scary. It's gonna be so good. And yeah. you know we're always, because it is a horror thing, and it is a technically a remake of something, we're always gonna have those people who are... Super down on it, and but it's super shitty about it. doing it, and he really knows how to handle his horror. I know, but that, I think we're gonna love it. Yes, I'm really excited for that because I honestly I didn't know that was in development, and so when I saw the trailer for, it, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm almost more upset because having that and if that and the Twilight Zone come out within two weeks within each other, I'm gonna have a really hard time getting through both of them because I'm gonna be like, okay, which one I start first? But um Get your shit together, Hunter. That, I, I know. I know. There's so much TV to watch now. It's it, it's just it's so overwhelming. Like I, I'm just gonna say right now, I've only seen Game One of the Game. Uh, season one of Game of Thrones. Oh. I know. I know. See, see, that's the reaction I always get. <laughs> I, that I, right there. I'll like, make you feel a little better. I didn't watch any of Game of Thrones until last year, and then I power watched all seven seasons <laughs> in two weeks. Damn. I want to back you up because I was so against Game of Thrones until season six when I first watched it, and I also power watched the nice. entire thing in like as quick as I possibly yeah. fucking could. It's... I didn't watch it until season six, and now I'm Mark and I, my husband and I, have rewatched it. Probably five or six. Oh my gosh. See, it's really worth it. Like, yeah. it's one of those things that, like, I was, like, against the hype, and so many. Me too. Like, you fucking nerds. Yeah. And so many major <laughs> plot points got ruined yeah. for me. I would have my friends be like, oh, I totally watched this episode, and this person died. And I was like, cool, I guess I don't need to watch Game of Thrones because I know that this guy died. Yeah. And I still ended up really liking it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it, it's, so I'm working through. Oh, God, I'm working. So, I'm working through Doctor Who right now. Cause I, I just started that and that's I I stopped. Okay, like I know, like this is the reactions I give. I'm like I I've never watched Doctor Me. Really? Okay. Oh oh really? Oh god. They're horror kids. Okay. Yeah, I see, I'm, I do more of that stuff. Okay, I actually feel better because when I say around my work, I'm like I don't watch Doctor Who. People are like what? I'm like 
Sorry, like I've got I watched a lot I'd of be shit. More shocked like, if you were like I've never seen Buffy and I'd be like get oh, out. Okay, I've but, never but, but okay, okay, I mean, but I'm not saying that I've uh, never. I'm saying I'd be upset if you said yeah, that. Yeah, no, because Buffy. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, but uh, X Files and Buffy are, are fucking wonderful. X Files is one of the best shows that remain and ever. it's very underrated. In but, the whole world, Jillian yeah. Anderson, David yeah. Duchovny. Yeah, I. I She's great on American Gods, by the way, if you haven't seen that. She's, Julianne Anderson. I haven't, yes. but I'm watching her on Sex Education right now. How is that? It's fucking amazing. Is and it? She is okay. so beautiful and perfect and funny, and I fucking love her no matter what she does. I'm so sad That's that she true. left American Gods. Yeah, I am too. No, right. just watch Sex Education. Okay. You'll get... Your face, it's so fucking good. Okay. Yeah. Because American Gods is great. Yes, I it is. I was a huge fan of the book. I thought they did some great casting, and I was very sad when she left. I can just watch Ian McShane and anything that man is oh, the Also, they made Mad Sweeney such a like better character in the show. Yeah. And also, I love Pablo Shriver, so... Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> but I have a list of shows that it's just piling up. Like, I'm just getting... Like, I just finished season one of The Punisher, like, a month ago, and people were like... Oh, my God. Like, you like, Punisher, like, you brought I, 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 It's well, a great show. Well done. <laughs> but I... Game of Thrones, I'll get to it because I know it comes back in April. So that gives me what, you need to start two months. now. Yeah, I if you want to be ready, there's a lot of TV. So I'm just it's like, like what t- ten episodes, but they're all like an hour. So yeah, you got so and I'd, then season finales are longer. Yeah, so I would just have to just start it's now. Is we it both okay? Because so. I look because yeah. we both we're also just like meh. But we both, it sounds like we're... Yeah. Busy. And it, it's never it like... And, and it doesn't take a long time to get into it. It's not like some shows where you're like, oh, just power through the first season. I yeah. swear it gets better. No, it is definitely one of those okay. shows in the first episode you're like, wow, Cersei fucking sucks. I yeah. hate everybody. I hate that she stole that name, by the way. Super into Greek mythology. Cersei yeah. is one of the greatest... Anyway, no, not going. No, 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 <laughs> this is that's, a great that's Game of Thrones episode. No, 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 that, that, that's fair. This is my Greek mythology podcast. <laughs> but, you want to start one, but no, it, it's, it's, so that's how I felt with uh, Breaking Bad and Stranger Things, because I had everyone <gasps> tell me to watch. I loved Breaking so, Bad. So, I didn't watch Breaking Bad until after it was over. And, I didn't either. And, and, like, really? So, so I avoid spoilers. Angels. I knew nothing. I knew nothing about it, and I finished the whole show in five weeks i was so like good. i'm like this show's wonderful i will so. say after x-files it to me it's probably the best show ever written. really okay yeah so i think the last season's really great it it there are a couple episodes in the last season i was like eh but i think the last three are just some of the best show episodes they've done on that and show it did make it so i can't take the actor that plays brad the one that like tortures jesse oh yeah, yeah. he's in everything now and he's yeah, like he a reese witherspoon i'm like but that's the guy that tortured jesse <laughs> <laughs> in everything i'm not, i'm not stoked about the breaking bad movie i think that's a bad idea i mean I, there's okay. a movie yeah, yeah. And they they both signed on so oh no yeah oh, yes I, I don't know how i feel see no in that reaction that's why i'm, I'm like Maybe it's good, but maybe it's a bad idea because it ended so well. And yeah. I, yes, I, 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 Better Call Saul is great though. I'm a couple seasons. In, get into it. I'm a couple seasons in, and it, it it is a show you need to get through the first season. I think midway yeah. season it's two. It's also very different from Breaking Bad. It is, but I just love Mike Ermintrout. He was my favorite character in Breaking Bad, so I was like, more Mike. Oh my God, he was my That's least right. favorite character. I love, I love Mike. 
And okay, I, all right. It's weird that Bob Odenkirk goes to Mr. Bob, Mr. Bob show in like a serious, sure. Emmy nominated act. Like that still kind of trips me out. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're Wait, Mr. How did we get here to Breaking Bad? <laughs> well, because <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh, no. what's Red right, Halloween? But now <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> well, Game of Thrones, Halloween. Well, see, this is what's great. We're allowed to go off just off the cuff on the random things. I I will say just real quick. Um, I'll give I'll give Game of Thrones another shot, like because I because I, I know come April everyone's gonna be talking about you it. You have to. And, and it'll be, it'll be like, impossible for you to avoid spoilers. Yeah. Me and Ali will be the angel and devil on your shoulder, yeah. but we'll both still be talking about how you need to watch. That's fair. Fucking yes. Game of Thrones. I had to yell at multiple people because I was finishing season six when season seven was premiering. Yeah. And uh, there were people like like my AM who would talk about stuff in meetings and I had to yell at him. I was like, stop, I'm not there yet. Don't tell me what happens. So I was super against Stranger Things. Like I was so against Stranger Things. I, I hated people talking about that show. And then season two was coming out and I was like, like, like the first announcement trailer, I think like four months before. And I was like, I'll watch an episode, whatever. And I watched first episode, I'm like, all right, that was okay. And second episode, I'm like, better and then four episodes and I'm like this show's wonderful fuck why didn't I watch this and, and so season three comes out July 4th and Spider-Man Far From Home comes out July 5th like that will be two of my favorite days all year I am so excited are you because taking them off I, 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 I am I might, have, I, I might have taken July 5th <laughs> off just because I want to watch I want to start Stranger Things and then you're going to be like I'm not going to be hungover I'm just needing to watch fucking movies yeah and, and let's be honest who wants to go into work like after the 4th of July anyway Ain't nobody. See, exactly. So, I mean, that's why I was like, oh, July 5th, I have it all. What day of the week is that? That's a Friday. So, July 5th is a Friday, yeah. Damn, that's going to be a weird week for me because I work 410, so it's going to be like I work Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I Thursday off. Oh, that, yeah, see. Oh, man. And then you have to go in on Friday. Yeah. At least I work from home Fridays. It's fine. You're going to be fine. Oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's fine. not bad. Yeah, in art, you can work, this is totally off subject, but you can work uh, <laughs> You can work from home up to three days a week if you're five days a week or two if you're four times. Oh, that's lovely. So I could work from home Thursday, Friday if I wanted to. Yeah, I would. I would you I might would, as well. Yeah, I would do that because I just. We got shit to do. Yeah, but. Obviously. But Stranger Things is that show. So I'm going to say something very unpopular and I always get yelled at for this. I don't like the Goonies. I've watched it multiple times. I've tried. I know. I'm sorry. Like, I, I've tried. Okay, so, it's okay. It's okay. Like, and here's why I'm going to tell you it's okay. I love the Goonies. Yeah. Don't give a shit about Stranger Things. What? I really didn't give a really? shit about Stranger Things. Really? We all have stuff like that. That, that is like, true. I just don't like. Yeah. I just don't like it. And, and like I watched the Goonies when I was like six. I watched it when I was eight, and then I watched it when I was ten. I think it's amazing. They find treasure in Stranger Things. It's. I'm not. This isn't the right. <laughs> no, we're talking about Halloween. No, no, like, no, it's fine. Can we do the Stranger Things something? Yeah. yeah. Just to sure. jump in and say the one thing that I don't like that everybody liked. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Terminator. <gasps> Oh god! Okay, like we, no. we, me and Aubrey did like our hearts okay, just hurt. Here's, here's what happened. My we like all we both recoiled. They we did like, because I thought it's not that I dislike it. It's just that it took me. Let's say what about Terminator Two. I've never seen. It. <gasps> okay, that's just. I, okay, that actually hurt me right there. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Maybe why you don't like the Terminator? 
But okay, the Terminator not, 2 is definitely the better. It's the better one. Okay, yes. so here's the thing. Aaron was trying forever uh-huh. to get me to watch Terminator and Terminator 2, and some of it was me being like, you guys are overhyping this for me. I think I'm going to hate it if I watch it. He got me to watch Terminator, and I did like it. I did buy the same Nikes that... Uh, Hell yeah. That nice. he, that he, uh, sure. Kyle Reese wears. Yeah. But I haven't seen Terminator 2 yet. That's so. A, it's so can much we better. Watch it together? It, it's, it's we so can. Good. We can. I'm down for I it. I remember being like six or seven years old, living in Highland Park in Los Angeles, and... My stepdad at the time took me to the movie store and he was like, pick out any movie you want. And I walked through like the kids section and I was like, sucks, 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 sucks. <laughs> and then I walked down the like new releases and I saw Terminator 2 and I was like, that shit looks fucking tight. And I walked it up to my stepdad and I was like, can we get this one? And he was like, I don't think you want to watch that. And I was like, I want to watch it more than anything. <laughs> and that was probably the movie I watched the most in my entire life. Like I fucking loved it. And it's, can we, it's got the, the only gun, okay, unpopular the, opinion. Go ahead. Fucking hate Guns N' Roses. Really? However, Interesting. Okay. The fucking theme song that they do in Terminator 2. Yeah. Best song okay. ever. Okay. In the entire world. I'm willing to so give it a good. chance. It's not that. It's just that, like, I feel like it's kind of how I felt about Breaking Bad. I had multiple people being like, you need to watch it. It's the best thing that's on TV right now. It's like a lot right of now. pressure to love and something. Then, yeah, and I'm like, I, like it was how they treated me with Terminator. Like, it's so good. You're gonna love it. You need to watch it. And I was like, but what if I watch it and I hate it? So I just kept being like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Okay, so Terminator 2 is one of my favorite films of all time. I love that movie so much. There's, so good. Th- there's a chase scene. You know, see what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Oh, Terminator 2, uh, I saw it in, um, when they did the uh, re-release of it in 3D, I went and saw it when I was in Vegas, and I just, I was sitting there, I was just like, yes, this is still just, I have that in 4K, I, I love Terminator 2 so much, you need to watch Terminator 2, like, I'll we, watch it, I will, because I, I, Aaron told me that Sarah Connor becomes better in Terminator 2, because she's does. a little damsel in distressy. Yeah, in she's the first yeah. yeah, she's a badass bitch in the second she's one, like, super. like, she's, He's still like, yeah. Linda Hamilton's a badass in the second movie, and mm-hmm. and Schwarzenegger, the one liners and the violence, and he fights the guy who ends up replacing it's just Mulder. So good. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, you you really need to see Terminator Two. Like, I, I got, <laughs> like okay, that's just kind of okay. My chef. All right. If, All right. I, I feel we better. Need to wrap this up? I feel better. <laughs> time. Everyone's gonna be like, you can't have her on here again because she's never no. seen Terminator. That's why I like you. Let's do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're totally good. Uh, so you need to go ahead and talk about, uh, about your, uh, about your side project here. Like, oh, please. my side project. So not only do I love horror films, but I have my own silver smithing studio. So if you're super into like super spooky, super horror-y kind of jewelry, um, pure silver kind of stuff, visit Stat Guy Studio on Instagram. That's S-T-A-D-T G-E-I-S-T. I should have picked a better name, but <laughs> dot studio on Instagram. It. Just check me out. Give me a follow. Give me a message and let me know what you're into and I'd love to make some stuff for you. And we have a code too that I'll post in the description here. So go ahead and use that. So... Boom. Actually, I need to actually talk to you about a cross, actually, for a cosplay I want to do. So I got more. you, but it's so, going to be upside so, down. That, that's fine. I'm totally <laughs> 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 
like last podcast. Probably, yeah. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's go ahead and just throw that on. Why not? Al, anything you want to push? Anything you want to Oh, uh, so I, as, as everyone knows, I'm, I'm a baker in my side time. Uh, so if you guys are really into French macarons, or if you've never had one, they're great. You need to they're have fucking one. amazing. They're, they really are. Uh, I also have an Instagram. It's Bon Bon Cure. On Instagram, it's B-O-N-B-O-N-C-U-I-R-E. Uh, give me a follow. Uh, you can also uh, order through me on that, and I can ship now. So oh, nice. anywhere in the US, yeah. guys. Boom. It's worth it. Please buy They're her They're really good. Incredible. The, the caramel ones. Are Dude, just... people have to fight over them. Yeah, it's they, a they little do. weird. People, like... <laughs> Go a little crazy. No man's land in the macaron world. Yeah, that's so good. And then, uh, happy to announce we're back on Podbean. So you can check us out on, oh God, I gotta go to all these. Uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Podbean, and now Spotify. Whoop, whoop. At The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. Uh, we'll have reviews up this weekend for Hearts Beat Loud. God, I love that movie. Uh, Cold Pursuit. Eh. And, then, <laughs> and then Lego Movie 2, the second part. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this hilarious rambling that started about Halloween <laughs> and then went to something else entirely. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, have a good night.